No, I'm French Canadian. It's the Boylan Rojas Podcast, episode 72. I'm Nick Rojas. He's Nick Boyle. What did we just see? We just saw the next part of the Conjuring uh, cinematic universe. Cinematic universe, pretty much. CCU. Yeah. Of the Nun, which we both have completely different views on this one. Walking out, we give that away which will at be the fun. top. Well, hey, hey guys, you can end the podcast now. No, that means that they'll stay hooked. So they I'm just know gonna, exactly who liked it and who didn't. <laughs> of course they did. We should just throw it over to your dad first because let them lead in. All right, your take dad it away. and your mom. mom and dad with my review. Their review. Hit it, Kristen. <laughs> okay, um, it's still sunny out. It is uh, 7.09 on a Friday night, and we just saw what? The Nun. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear all the Acadia bugs out there, but I had to watch this during the day, and it was worth it. I am still a little terrified, and going to the bathroom after seeing it was very scary. Yeah, the bathrooms were even scary. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think of the movie? It was, it was good. It was a good scare. Uh, it didn't disappoint. Uh, there was still more to it than just the same part they kept showing in the previews um, that got you pretty much every time. Yeah, I don't think I jumped that much during this movie. No? Uh, oh, no? No? no. Mm-hmm. I was pretty strong in yeah, this Yeah, uh-huh. Sure, and, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, Let's just say every time he jumped, the whole chair vibrated. Well, it didn't help seeing this movie in oh, Dolby yeah. surround sound and uh, with the chairs vibrating. So, so you're saying that the chair was vibrating, yeah, not you jumping. Yeah, it wasn't me. I just oh, wanted okay. to make sure that I was okay right. in the chair, though. So, okay. yeah. so I give this movie, uh, was it out of 10? On yeah. the, on the, uh, the I give it yeah. uh, eight. Kernels? Eight kernels on yeah. this one, yeah. The yeah. only reason why I didn't give it a 10 was because I didn't jump that much. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I would give it an eight just because you know I think in uh, these kind of scary movies they try to go a little too far mm. with the scare, yeah, and they don't need to. I mean, yeah. Maddie knows what I'm talking about. Less can sometimes be better. Yeah, in, that's what she said. Yep. In okay, all right. Well, hey, what do you give it? How many? Eight. Eight. I give I'm it an eight, guys. Um, go see it. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Yeah, so that's what they thought of it. Exactly. And my point is is that I totally kind of agree with them in some sense, but disagree in others, leaning more towards your side. Obviously, Rojas hated this movie. Yeah. I, I on the other hand. Three kernels out of ten on the, the uh, Fisher wow, scale. I still can't believe that. I, I gave it, honestly, a 6.5 out of ten on the Fisher scale uh, because, in my perspective, it was a good six. No, an okay six. Like, it has its moments where you're still nervous but it wasn't anything terrifying and scary to the next limit. You saw the nun almost, we've made comments before when we saw actually um, the mirror movie. Uh, what was that horror movie? But when the possession happened, we were like, that was almost. Lights out? Was it lights out? No. No, that wasn't it. What was the one where they were in, with the mirror ghosts and stuff and it came up behind the kid and like possessed them? Oculus? Was I, that I it? I never saw Oculus. You saw it with me. I can't no, think of the remember, movie. Remember how bad that movie was with, uh, what's his face, Harvey Dent was in it? Was that it? That was like Dante, no. That wasn't called Anyways, Dante's my whole point with this is know. that that had terrible. a great scene, but our comment when we saw that movie was, oh, we didn't see a lot. We only saw it once or twice, so it made it a little bit more scary when you saw The Possession, but maybe The Nun was too much. Maybe you saw The Nun too much. There was a lot of buildup. I felt it was a little bit long. Uh, could have been cut down probably a little bit more for sure. Probably would have helped it. 
and cut out some of the details, you know. But my point I wish is, I had is that, that movie before I went to bed at night because I would have I would be going to bed at like eight o'clock. And I don't know though. Like it was still scary. I was still on the edge of my seat. And I think one of the big powerful things in movies every- that gets me is when they cut music and cut everything, and it's just them literally the guy walking around all the nuns. Like that. That was a terrifying scene to me. I like couldn't breathe. I realized afterwards I was like, oh. I was, I literally was not breathing. And I felt like everything was predictable. On the yeah, other you know what? You're everything. tired and grouchy. No, everything. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Nah, I dude. just woke up. It's <gasps> 9 a.m. Yeah, it's 9 a.m. Um, no, everything in this movie felt predictable to me. Like, all like the pop-outs, like, hey, and here comes this For sure, but it's still the suspense leading up that gets no, me No, I wasn't time. feeling like the suspense at all. Like, well, they, got they me. Did, like, it just, like, I didn't care about really any of the characters at all. I knew Vera Farmiga's character played no. by Termiz. Did we find out? Can you look up what... Tamisa Formiga, please, <laughs> is related to Vera Formiga. Right That's on IMDb it. or something. Yeah, it's um, whatever. She, like, I know she lives, so it's like, all right, that takes away that element of it. Like, But the, po- but the point of it was spoiler. that I thought was good is that and the reason I gave it an extra half was because it really narrows down to the full circle at the end that you hate, but ties back into those original Conjuring movies we've seen and... Um, I think that's kind of what you're anticipating the whole movie. I'm not going to give away how it connects it, but when it does, it sparked my interest again. I was like, oh, nice. Okay, thank you for doing that. Now I can be settled with the movie. At first, I was a little uneasy and didn't honestly know how I felt, and that's kind of why I was leaning towards the six. Um, But it gave the extra half after I saw that good ending. So, Tessa Farmiga was born in 1994, She's younger than us, dude. I know. What years, else is but she she's in? Rara Formiga's younger sister. She was in uh, Horror Story. She That's was in Coven, what I knew her for. Roanoke dude, she did so good in Thank Murder you, House. In the first Murder House, she did so good for uh, That's American a show Horror Story. I wish Story. I watched. And you I would watched, probably I, like it. I watched um, the As- Asylum a few years ago. That was yeah. like 2011, 2012. Well, now this new one they're connecting. But we're getting away from this movie. So overall, you didn't like it. No, I, I liked it. I just Somewhat. felt like I just didn't care about any of the characters. Like. Now I okay. understand, like, the plot was just nothing. It's like uh, three people walk around a uh, convent. Uh, for sure. And, and it was easily filmed. But I think the thing is... This movie is, was made so cheaply. And so they made, cheaply. They made $55 million. However, however... People... Conjuring puts so smart. asses in the seats, folks. The Conjuring yeah. puts butts on the seats. <laughs> Here's the thing about that, though. Give me the Warners. I want the Warners. I need those... Warner's but I think you're going to get that back. Yeah, I know I we're going to get yeah. Conjuring 3, but it's like, this is like, this whole movie was unnecessary. I, I could have understood the necessary. nun from Conjuring 2. But I'll tell you why They're it was They're like, no, now we sure. got to explain it. It's like, you didn't need to because it was already creeping you up. Did, little, you no, didn't need was, to, but it was, it was cre- worth the money for them. No, no. They gained money. Oh, for them, sure, but like. That's the whole point I, of the I movie know, business, let's be real. But boy, you always talk about that, and I always like, and I understand where you're coming from with that, but like. Marvel movies. Yeah, but I didn't need to see it. Like, I don't, I didn't care. Like, exactly. The, the thing about The Conjuring 2 was. You don't need to see Iron Man 2. You, no. you see the nun, and you're like, well, that's creepy. I know that's creepy. I don't need to know the backstory of it. The hell mouth is open. And by the way, it's like, uh, World War II happened, then it found a new way to get the. I it, 100% agree was, with you on that. That stuff. was like so. That was like, come on, really? Yeah. Like it, this Duke had like five dead bodies, like hanging and like blood and a ritual. Like no, just 100%. took forever to get things out of hell. And I'm gonna tell up, and you, the real s- like some bombs dropping. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm back. Well, you also you also have to think James. Where did the Wynn, water come James Wynn had to sit there and make. I mean, James Wan, sorry, had to sit there and make a story too. He went off of something just they kind of knew it a little bit about. They don't, to this day, know the full story. They just know what her experience was at that time yeah. and they adapted a story onto that so we have do to keep we, that in mind for this do movie. we mention that this was a based on a true story 
Uh, I don't know if we did, well, we but we if did. not, here you go. There Should you have go. probably said that first. Uh, based on true story. But the biggest thing, I think when you talk about The Conjuring, you know that that series, look into it. They're all true. They're all... Well, they're all events that happen. Events that happen, now, yeah. There is some people that speculate, and at the time, they were very critical. Uh, by at the time, I mean in the 70s, they were critical of the uh, what happened in Conjuring 2. They think that the kids were just kind of like pulling the prank, and there's no real like real like confirmed evidence aside from maybe like those audio tapes basically but like some of the other stuff well in like, the pictures and video they had that could have been faked that could have been faked i mean think about them like floating in the air well like, that but i'm saying that you have to understand like but all of a, this that was a much scarier movie like i saw conjuring 2 by myself in a theater and like there were scenes where i was like oh my god like i was terrified yeah so anyway that's our that's a quick review um this is the second episode we put out this week we just put out if you're, by the time you listen to this, go back and listen to episode 71, which is our summer recap movie. Um, fall recap. I mean, fall preview coming on soon. Sunday. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, You're not working. Do you guys want to talk about it? Here, come over here. Come on over. Come on over, baby. Come on over. We saw this movie with two people. One of them is Becca Samancy. Becca, what's your review of the movie? Hey, everyone. Um, I would give this movie a 6 out of 10, so closer to Boyle's rating than to yours. But um, similarly to what you guys were talking about before, it was predictable. I felt like, yes, I wanted the winners. It wasn't really, like, I don't know, too, like, it didn't capture capture my attention that much. I was scared, you know that, but um, it was short, a lot of the same, like, very long buildup. What I did like was at the end, it had a good ending that tied it all together and made it a little bit more, I don't know, better, gave it a better rating. Mm -hmm. Um, Dialogue wasn't that great. I did like the main character. I like her as an actress a lot. I thought she did a great job. But overall, kind of slow, would not recommend it to see it in theaters. But maybe as a rental, if you're a fan of the Conjuring series, I prefer the Conjuring's and Annabelle better than this over this but not mad that I saw it I don't think it was a total waste of time I'm glad I saw it otherwise I'd be wondering you know what had happened but that's what I think and I think kind of to bounce off what you said Becca was that the movie was smart in the sense that it totally sat there and played up Nick you said like oh you don't you think this is a waste of time but there was a key scene halfway through the movie when she is sleeping in the car and she has no, and she's got. I'm being serious though. She had like it was like four split visions of like different scenes, and I'm telling you, there was a hint in there, and I wish I could almost go back and still it through. I think there were hints on future cases because remember the it shows the husband how he goes later on in life and stuff. Like they're all hinting towards like you want the Conjuring three, the Conjuring four, like because there's gonna be it was like um, uh, Paranormal Activity where there were eight. Same sort of thing with this. They're planning that out. I read up all it when Is that it real? first Were there came out. eight paranormal activities? Yeah. Uh, I think it was like six, maybe. I think I think Saw was eight or nine. Yeah. Um, but my point with this is that this was just so you could see, hey, we showed you the nun. We'll just give you a movie because, one, you know you kind of want to know the backstory about the nun. We have the story or something that we can base it off of. And at the same point... You're going to stay hooked. You're going to be kind of scared or a little bit on your edge of your toes for most people. But either way, you're coming to the theater and you're spending the money on the movie. 
and that's I think what the ultimate ploy was was with this, and that's why it wasn't. You guys want the uh, the family more, but this movie wasn't about the couple. It was only about her story, how she was the first time getting her vision when she's in the hallway and everything starts moving. Like that shit, visions. Like that's what you see in the Conjuring One, the Conjuring Two, all that stuff is like. It was bringing it in a different light how she first experienced it. So it depends on the light you're looking at it. Yeah, no, I think that they kind of set up with the Conjuring Three. I think. Hopefully, the way you said it is, I hope it's just going to kind of smack us in the face in a whole new level. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't disagree with anything you said. It was just like, that wasn't worth going to see a hour 45 movie. Well, we also got my brother. I kind of broke a promise, but then kept it because he came. Uh, AJ Farina on board today. And AJ, what did you think of the movie and what's your rating? All right. So overall, I thought the movie was decent. Had a couple of jump scenes where I was jumping out of my seat. Uh, like Nick said, you know, wasn't the best one. Definitely think that there were uh, better movies in the series than this one. But, yes, we are Duck Brothers. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, soft six. I would definitely give a soft six. But I'll tell you this. So anybody who is a babysitter, right, you want to ruin that small child's life, you wait until about 8.30 at night turn off all the lights and play this movie and tell the kid that you're about to watch something awesome, they're not going to sleep for a little while. Well, it's funny you say that because, AJ, at my um, school, we just found out that a second grader went to a Saturday 9.30 showing of this and basically now still suffers from what they've seen. So, fun little insight on stuff. Who brought them to it? Just, Do we know? That's kind of the stuff that you just don't know. But you have to realize that, honestly, that that's not the first time I've heard this. Like, kids get around to seeing these types of movies and these crazy things, and I'm like, I would have been in a just absolute crippled state if I saw this movie as a child. I'd be terrified. That'd be, I would, you, because you can't even like hide somewhere, because the point of these movies is to show like it finds you. So like, that would be the worst thing to experience. Oh yeah. But AJ, your soft six, great time. But I gotta give you a hard ten. On the duck situation. Every time, in case you don't know, we go to the movies. We do a little... It started years ago. We uh, play this little duck game that's always there. And today, we were aiming for the cow, but got Mary Poppins and Captain Duck for me. So now we're Captain Duck bros. We have a collection. We each have probably, what, 8, 12, something like that? I got, I got a solid 8. Yeah. <laughs> and so we have a collection. It's kind of been like now a ritual of going on and doing the podcast and going to the movies and stuff. I always make sure... Usually, except for today, which you saved me, but usually I have an extra $1 bill in my wallet. I don't carry cash, but I'll carry a $1 bill for when I go to the movies, in case I find a new duck. You never know. You never know. I The excitement Boyle shows on his face when he sees a new duck, it, you can't match it. You really can't. <laughs> what it comes down to is, is it's a buck for a duck. It's a buck for a duck. It's a buck for a duck. Oh like, what's, what could be better than that? You can't beat it. You could tell a story. By I way, have some good ducks. We'll bring it on the episode. Dollar menu at fast food joint. That food comes and goes. The duck, forever. Forever. <laughs> Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> Throw that knowledge. A duck could survive a nuclear holocaust. Come here. Probably. Tell everyone. Hopefully. I think a duck could survive a nuclear holocaust. And AJ, hopefully we're around to see that happen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> AJ was like, I'm not too sure about that. Actually. <laughs> 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 that wouldn't be my first thought. No. But anyways, it was good having you guys on and... Overall, good episode. Yeah, you know, tweet at, tweet at us like what your uh, last favorite horror movie you saw in, in theaters was. Yeah, so you know what's hilarious? Just while we're on that, real quick. Yeah. We were supposed to see Insidious Four Skeleton Key one, 
and one oh, thing led to or, you and me. Yeah. And we never got to it. Right. And then I was supposed to see with you and I never got to it. I ended up buying this like 20 buck like thing at Best Buy that had, or not Best Buy, Target that had like all of the four Insidiouses or five Insidiouses. Insidiousi. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, I still have the movie. So we got to have a movie night and watch this now. It's long. Uh, we got about. Because apparently I think there's only one or two more Insidiouses left. How many if day- I remember correctly. How many days? We got um, 18 plus 30. Yeah, we got about like 48 days till Halloween. Let's, let's see some horror movies. Let's, yeah. You know what I mean? Go pumpkin picking. Absolutely. Corn mazing. Boy, it wouldn't be a bad idea, though, to come over and watch the Insidious movies. I like that. Oh, oh Officer Quack. Quack. He comes back. Oh, wow. and he. Oh, that is a good. See, now blue. that's a dollar worth spending. You know what? We it's, need it's to come up with like a with page a so I can just post all my ducks. Because this is a great duck here, right here. You know what? Let's take a picture. We'll post it on uh, at the BNR podcast on Twitter. Check it out. We'll, we'll, we'll take a yeah. I'll take a picture of your hand with it in it. Hold on. Let me get some flash on this. This is great podcasting wait, wait, right here. Hold on. We gotta line the ducks up. Oh, yeah, yep, we gotta line, line the whole ducks yeah. up in case get you're those, listening. Get still. those ducks in a row. Boys. Thank you for listening. You can follow us at the BNR podcast. Yeah, you can see this picture and see what the heck we're talking about. You can here. follow me at a, at O'Boyle92. You know, a lot of people might think we're liars. We're not. No. They're going to find out. They what? are. O'Boyle92, you said, sorry. At Rojo36. That's right. On, at Becca Szymanski. Anything else there? Oh, that's a that's a big time photo. And at Farina55. Crazy, by the way, because I've been seeing your number everywhere and my number two, obviously, right next to it. 55, 56. We've been football numbers since high school. Double nickel. That's our numbers, double nickel. 56. But anyways, I see them all the time, everywhere. Kino. Casino. I don't Clams have a gambling. <laughs> yeah, Clams Casino. I was going to say, I don't have a gambling problem. Oh, my um, gosh. No, I'm kidding. But in all seriousness, thanks for tuning in. Yep. And uh, stay tuned to the fall preview coming up. There's going to be a couple good ones. I think the winter will be okay. White boy oh, I want to go on the record and say mid-90s wins the Oscar this year. Today. Regal Cinema. Wins the Oscar for what? On September 12th, 2018. It wins for best picture. All right, that's a take. I was looking at some just coming no. forward. We'll talk more next Mid-90s. week. But I've seen some stuff, and I don't know what's going to be up for Oscars this year, but I could see that one. After Peel's last year, I could see Jonah Hill's getting nominated, and especially for what the material is supposed to be and the reviews Well, I've we know seen. Lucas Hedges Possible. has been – Lucas Hedges has only been in movies that are nominated for – Something Isn't that the incredible, dude? That's such a legacy. To- yeah, Lady Bird. Um, he was also in uh, Three Billboards Outside Ending, Missouri, and then also Manchester by the Sea. Th- those are his last three movies. He's the man. He's in mid-90s. We'll see. They're great, great movies, man. You want to you, have a good cry? You'll know his name. Manchester by the Sea, man. Woo! All right, well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, adios. Go see movies. Bye.